Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. All right, we're doing this, and I haven't eaten anything because I'm still fasting, so who knows what is going to happen today, right? Well, even more importantly, I have not eaten yet today, so we're in for a real roller coaster. <laughs> oh my God. Buckle up, strap in, whatever you want to do, but be terrified. Yep, here we go. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies, experts on nothing, with opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Annie, I'm so happy I get to have a cafe clutch with you this morning. <sighs> a cafe clutch? Mm hmm. What does that mean? Like a coffee date? Yeah, it's where it's actually um, the the formal definition is uh, gossiping over coffee. <laughs> is it actually? Because that just yeah. became my new favorite thing. <laughs> oh my God, you don't actually hate that? That's hilarious. Yes. Um, the- no, oh. I. I don't love that, but I love that there's like an actual term for gossiping over coffee. Well, the first definition is an informal social shows. Here we go. This is what we told you, everyone. Yeah. An informal social gathering at which coffee is served. The second one is talking or gossiping at an informal gathering when co- where coffee is served as well. Yeah. I mean, that's basically like my whole life. Well, we have to shout out Janie because she was like, you have to, she sent me this word and she said, you have to figure out some way to say it in the podcast because Annie's going to be so annoyed that you say the word cafe clutch. <laughs> Honestly, it could be worse. I like it could the definition. Be. It could be it, worse. But I love, worse. I love that people just know I'm going to hate it when you do shit like that. <laughs> and so Annie, what is uh, your story of the week? Um... I know I told, I texted you and said, remind me of my story of the week. What did I tell you to? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, you did tell me. Hang on. Let me oh no, it. I have it. I know. Okay, good. So, okay. So we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Right. Like spoiler alert. We don't always record week of. Um, <laughs> and so in the time since our last recording and really like the last time we talked, cause you've been so busy. Um, Blue has gone through a sleep regression. Oh my gosh. A regression? A regression, which is granted, we moved, we were traveling, and then we moved, and now he got his crib. So we've like been transitioning him to his own room in the crib. Okay. And and he's also in like a crazy developmental leap. So like he now recognizes when we leave the room and like he has separation anxiety. He's crawling like crazy. He's so close to standing up on his own. So like he just has a lot of like brain development things going yes. on, physical developments. And so um, it's just been nutty. We're on the tail end of it. Um, but for about two weeks, the longest stretch of sleep that he made was 90 minutes. <laughs> and... <laughs> For listeners of the podcast, I don't do well with sleep deprivation. Um, And I, last Tuesday, I reached like, well, not like one Tuesday ago. Um, I reached like my pinnacle of sleep deprivation and I was just really stupid. Like, like, you know, when you just can't, I couldn't come up with words. I couldn't, like, I was just in a really stupid headspace. Right. And I'm like that I right woke now. Up, you're like that a lot of times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, 
I went it. I went to Starbucks to get a coffee because I was like, if I'm even gonna attempt to like be productive at my job, I have to get some caffeine in me. Right. And I was standing in line. I ordered my coffee, and I was just like, truly like trying not to fall asleep standing up. Like that's how tired I was. And they God. all they gave me my coffee, and as I was walking out of Starbucks. Ain't No Mountain High Enough came on. Oh, my gosh. No way. And I was like, oh, my God. The universe works it's in the sign. most mysterious ways. I was like, today's going to be a good day. And so I once like, I just started when I was walking out the door. And I didn't want to turn around and be like a lunatic to listen yeah. to a song in Starbucks. So yeah. I turned her. So exactly. So I turned it on in my car and listened to it. <laughs> my... <laughs> Blue is joining us if for those of you. Oh, yeah. Know. For those of you who didn't um, hear that. So I put it on in my car. And my rule is if I'm have like, depending on the scale of, like, the bad day that I'm having, mm -hmm. that determines how many times in a row I listen to Ain't No Mountain. Wow. Yeah. And so I listened to it. Five is, the ex is, like, the extreme. I really need to turn my mood around. And I listened to it five times in a row. And I'm not going to lie to you. I had like one of the best days. And now it's become like a thing. Like our whole family kind of goes yes. by this. But what happened is I had been, I was living in Boston at the time. And for those people that have no context, it's some of the worst traffic in the yes. country occurs in the Northeast. It's just the infrastructure is just not good enough to house that many people. And right. I was parked quite literally on a freeway for like four and a half hours, like parked. Oh my God. And I had been up at like 3 a.m. and I was gonna That's be disgusting. late for my meeting and like all this stuff. Yeah, it was horrible. So I called my mom and it was one of those moments when you just need to, you need to call your mom. Not all moms are optimist bullies, ours are. Yes, yes, And I true. just, I just in that moment needed her to be like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just was like venting. I was on the edge of tears because that's like how I process anger. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, mom, I've been stuck. I'm going to abandon my car on the side of the road. Like just going off like an absolute yeah. immature lunatic. And she was <laughs> like, you know, Annie. yeah, she was like, you know, Annie, in these moments, sometimes you just need to roll down your windows and sing ain't no mountain high enough. <clears throat> and, and in that like moment, I was like, goodbye, mom. Like I had to get off the phone with her. I called back later and apologized because <laughs> that's literally how I ended the call. I was like, goodbye, mom. And Goodbye. now it has become like one of the most profound things that anyone's ever said to me because that's what I do now when I'm having a well, bad day. And, maybe, and also maybe becoming a mom has like really also enhanced the enhanced the reasoning behind it too. Oh my God. I mean, I also like now I dance to that song with Blue. Like if he's fussy, I put it's that song on and we like good dance. Song. It's so good. It will stand the test of time. 100%. 100 so, that is so yeah. good i can't believe it. it was it's like a true sign there's yes, no question totally. what did I've your mom say happen. when you told her what did your mom say i sent it to the family group chat and everyone was like oh my god i love that i love that, I love that. <laughs> um yeah like it's just kind of like my sign from the universe yes it's like oh, okay i love that so, oh that's so good i'm glad five times is so i mean Let's hope. Let's hope for less five time ain't no mountain high enough days. But yes, exactly. Usually, <laughs> even one time gets you there. But like, when you listen to it five times in a row, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. How can anyone be upset? 
That's incredible. Well, yeah. my story of the week, I was really struggling to have, find a story of the week. And I thought that that was going to be my story that I couldn't find one and that I was going to be like, you know, come to the table with absolutely nothing just because I felt like nothing I did was even remotely, you know, story of the week worthy. But well, that I, would give you an idea of how I am when <laughs> with this podcast, just coming to the table with absolutely nothing. <laughs> It's such a lie. But, but that's I thought, literally what I do every week. Well, I th- I wanted to know like what you thought. I was actually, I was going to actually text you about this, but I thought I should just say it on the podcast. Well, first of all, I wanted to, I know that you're always there for me. So yeah. I don't want you to think that that's the, the reason I didn't text you is because I was waiting for the podcast. I just thought, okay, Bryce, you just got to figure this out. This is like, this. it was a situation and you'll hear, you'll understand that like, this was not something that needed like anyone else's opinion or okay. like input in um, Your because growth as a human being <laughs> is showing and i've never been so proud i uh i am nebraska bryce right now and so i i've been here for two weeks and i just was like i have to go to chicago for a wedding my friend greg is getting married in chicago next weekend and so i was kind of like I, the whole plan was basically, I was going to come here for two weeks. I was going to come back for like a few days and then go to Chicago, which was still the plan. But then, you know, getting here, I was like, well, you know, it would be nice if I can just switch the flight for nothing. You know, if I can just switch it, I can move, move forward. And it was just, anyway, this is a long story short, but basically I I'm now going to come back on Tuesday and leave for Chicago on Thursday, like come back to LA literally for one day and go back to Chicago, leave for Chicago on Thursday and then fly back to LA on Sunday or whatever. Um, but I was, I was like you, I mean, the amount you just said how growth it was the amount of like toiling I was doing over this specific thing was cause I was like, the flights were flights are insane right now. So yeah, they're, they're just, ridiculous. So, so there's like everything that if I tried to switch my flight, it was like $226. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. Well, I found the, the only suitable flight that was like, it was like a $30 change that was on a Tuesday. And I was like, well, I can do that. I'll, I'll switch to Tuesday. I can switch to Tuesday, but then that gives me like zero time to like zero turnaround. Would you have done this? That's what I wanted to know. Annie's approval. Would you have done, would you have like turned around this quickly? Like say you have nothing, say you don't have a baby or a dog or anything like that. You're, you're me, no responsibility whatsoever. I don't have to work. Would you have stayed or would you have like gone back when your flight would have I would have stayed. I wouldn't have come back to LA for like 36 hours. Yes. Okay, great. I mean, actually, that's not what I'm doing, but I am going to. (laughs) But like, if I could have found, you know, I would have also done the cheapest option. I was just curious because I was like, I was thinking like, should I stay in Nebraska? Should I switch my flight? Should I not? Should I, is it going to be too, is it going to be too much of a pain for me to like, the whole thing that it was, was really like, I found that flight and I was like, is it going to be too annoying to just go back for one day? That was just funny. Cause I was, but I was just like, is that going to be enough time? Da, da, da. And I was like, Bryce, you're not farming this out to anybody. You're just going to have to sit here and figure this out. See, because- that is growth. Thank you. Cause I'm really because- serious. It's like so annoying. In any other situation, you would have texted like four of us. Okay. All right. Now it's time for Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Ready. Set. Go. All right. Um, first of all, I want to know why Adrian Williams hates chest. He hates the chest. He doesn't do any chest exercises. I don't understand what, what his problem is with that. Um. 
have you seen him? He doesn't really. Yeah, I know. That's what doesn't make any sense. Like he just, he, it's like all he wants to do is shoulders. He wants to burn out your shoulders. And then until you, until they, you need to like physically remove them from your body. He does do that, but he also has fantastic shoulders. My guess is he focuses primarily on chest and back when he does his own lifts. Probably. And he's just like, screw you guys. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. He's like, listen, I'll help you get halfway there, but I'm not going to give you my physique. Yes. And also, have you taken the Lizzo ride? No, I have not. I haven't taken the ride because I don't have a bike, but I did take the strength class and it was nearly flawless. It was just Sims. You would love it. Okay. Well then maybe I'll do that today. It's very good. Um, But she was in the studio. She was in the studio. I was just going to say she was in the class. Yeah, that's crazy. Also, my child is about to stand up on his own in his crib. That's so ridiculous. It's just, it's maddening. We need to hang out when I get back, when I when I finally return home. I, seriously. I have a weekend. We'll talk about it. But um, okay. I, I remember the last, in the last time we did this, I was dying. At, I was laughing so hard at you saying, and this has been Peloton in four minutes. <laughs> Listen to that episode. Let's get started with hashtag TBT, the segment in which we address an older story that made headlines at us. Nobody's are just getting around to cover. Early last week, the Emmy nominations were announced, and you know that I have thoughts. Um, Annie, I do too because I've seen a lot of these things. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if I have some of the um, I have some of the nominations, but is there any sort of anything initial that you had? Um, we can kind of. I just have some. I just have some more. Thoughts about snubs and surprises and exciting things. That's who's your biggest snub. Um, I my biggest snub is Selena Gomez. Is that not who you thought it was? Interesting. No. Who's yours? Who's yours? I'll tell you why. Mine is more like an entire show. And I think I know which one it is. Which one? This is us. No, I didn't even realize. I didn't even think about the fact that they got snubbed. Yellowstone. Yes, Yellowstone has, has historically gotten snubbed several times. Why do you think that is? Because that's like the best show on TV. I, I don't know exactly. I, I know that it wasn't. I think last year it did get nominated, but it may not have been in contention because sometimes some of these shows like couldn't, like The Boys, for example, a show that we both like, yeah. was not able to be nominated because of the way, because of when it was airing. So like it has to air in a certain period of time. Stranger Things nearly missed it. Um, if they had released all their episodes on, I think that's maybe why they released their episodes on like like they split it up because if they had released everything on the Fourth of July, they would have missed the window. See, that's so dumb. It's very stupid. Um, but I think that um, well, okay. So tell me the show. What show is it? Oh, Yellowstone. You just Yellowstone. I was like, oh, what? Did I have a stroke? <laughs> I told you this is what happens when I don't eat and then we do this. I am I so I will say I was very surprised and happy. I'll get to the snub in a second, but I'm I'm was very happy that um Abbott Elementary was I don't know if you watched that, that show. I don't that, but... that got a lot. You would like that. It's like parks and recreation. Yeah, um, I've like heard a couple like people have new. told me to watch it. It's really good. And um the Quinta Brunson, who who is the creator and she's the star of it, it's just she it, it's a really like heartfelt, really good, good show. Yeah. Um, okay. 
solid, funny, um, really have, and it's, and it's a network show that we just don't, they just don't see that everything is always like streaming or whatever, which is, you know, that's what it is. But right. So I, I like that. I will say that I feel like the Emmys and you'll love this cause this is so Bryce, but uh, the Emmys usually get the men right. And I feel like the women are typically overlooked. There's a lot of, but there are a lot of really good characters for women right now. Mm-hmm. And women are leading a lot of it. But I think that I'm looking at, I look at the acting categories and I'm like, you know, I think that there are, are people that should, you know, I'm obviously, you know, biased, but very upset that Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston did not get nominated for Shining Veil vale and Morning Show, respectively. And, and I mean, I just think that there's too many people that are in this. I mean, it's hard to say like, okay, who should not be put in these categories either? Um, you know, so that is hard, but I mean, they got all the men, right? Jason Bateman, you know, Brian, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Brian Cox, Succession, um, you know. Are we going to go through, let's go through these categories, okay. like the major ones and let's give our predictions. Okay. So we'll, yeah, perfect. All right. So best drama, um, is Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. I think Severance is going to be the underdog here and win. Oh, I agree with you about being the underdog. I think it, I think I believe that Succession will probably win. Ozark has a fairly good shot. And even Better Call Saul is in its last season. And typically the Academy likes to give, you know, last season shows the the upper hand. So Ozark is also in that category. I don't know if Ozark's ever won. I'm just happy that like Severance I loved and didn't really know. so good. And also Yellow Jackets I loved. And, and I'm glad that they're getting love too yeah okay so then best comedy is abbott elementary barry curb your enthusiasm hacks marvelous mrs mazel only murders in the building ted lasso and what we do in the shadows what do you think i think it'll either be ted lasso or i didn't watch only murders in the building but i know people raved about it oh so, you would love it yeah, i think either one of those could win I but agree. I think, I, I think you're 100 right. I think Ted Lasso won last year. It, they will probably win again, but I do think Only Murders in the Building should beat Ted Lasso the second season. I mean, if it were Ted Lasso first season and Only Murders in the Building first season, Ted Lasso hands yeah. down. But I think with the second season, I do think and Hacks also is not. I mean, let's not they that people love that show and Barry. I mean, I've never I watched is, Barry. I do like Hacks. This is a stacked category. Barry is just, Barry is like a genre bending, very smart, very, very like heady, smart show. So, okay. You know how I'm going to get real annoying about this. All right. Yeah. So, uh, limited series is Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Uh, it's got to go to Dope Sick. Oh, I know you said that was really good. I've not watched that yet. You haven't? No, oh, it's I need got to. to. You told me you were like is, dying over it. There is such a, I guess it would be a political or more like it's such a social issue right now with everything going on. Yeah. But I think they would be really, one, it's beautifully done and it's just an amazing show. But this is a huge opportunity to bring awareness to something and they would be really stupid to not take it. Totally. Yes, I agree. And I think that's that that is a huge point. I think it will probably either I would say either Dope Sick or The White Lotus because they're I hated people, that show. I know you did, but it I people are just obsessed with it. And I know. so I think that it's I think that's what's hard to that it's Isn't hard to deny. That coming back for a season two. Yes. So how is it considered a limited series? Totally different cast. 
I, you know, and this is what happens though. This has happened before where they say it's a limited series, like Big Little Lies was a limited series. And they're like, well, maybe we should make another season of it. Do we have a story? Okay. Um, right. So it, it does depend. So I don't know if they did it maybe beforehand or if it's considered a limited series because it's a completely different story. Got it. Although Jennifer Coolidge is coming back. Well, she should. Season. She was yeah. outstanding. She's, she was, she was the only person worth, worth watching. Yes. She needs to wait. Just hand her the Emmy, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. So then real quick, lead actor in a drama series is Jason Bateman, Brian Cox, uh, Lee Jun Jae from Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk, Adam Scott, and Jeremy Strong from Succession. I hope Bateman wins. I do too. I hope he wins, but I, I could see Brian Cox and I would love, you know, the underdog Adam Scott. I thought he was incredible in Severance. I agree. Okay. Lead actress in a drama, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh uh, for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon and Zendaya. Laura Linney. I hope she wins. She I hope she does too. In- I hate her so much in that show, and that's how and that's how you know how good she is. Yes, she's She's amazing, evil and manipulative, but she does it with a smile on her face, and she's such a nice person. Like you know, you can just tell she's such a nice person. Then how can she be that evil? Is just beyond. I need them to have her on Smartless. I know. Why has she not come on there? My guess is they'll do it like once everything is settled with Ozark. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe I know it's all out, but the like, maybe they could do it for the Emmys, you know, have yeah. come on, um, yeah. as, uh, to promote to kind of like, all right. So lead actor in a comedy series, Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader, Barry, Nicholas Holt, the great Steve Martin and Martin short for only murders in the Billy and Jason Sudeikis. I have issues with the fact that they're calling Atlanta a comedy series. Yeah. But I mean, what else? It's, it's a half hour. So I think that even though it's not the same, I think that's what they, they have to do something like shining veil was considered a comedy too. Well, yeah. Cause that was like a dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta's not, I mean, it was funny before. I mean, it was supposed to be. It's just interesting to me. Um, I mean, Jason Sudeikis is probably going to win. I think, I think it would be hard either that either him or they'd have to split up Steve Martin and Martin short. Yeah. I mean, either one, it's going to be one of those three. Yeah. All right. Lead actress in a comedy series, Rachel Brosnahan. I think that's who should have, Courtney Cox should have taken her spot, but that's maybe rude for me to say for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco, Elle Fanning, Issa Rae, and Jean Smart. You know what? I hope Issa Rae takes it. That would be great because isn't it the last season of that show? Insecure. I think it's her last season. It so was. Yeah, great. it's done. It wrapped a long time ago. I think it must have been be, like the beginning of that window. Yes. I think it's going to be hard to beat Jean Smart. Um, she I, I do love there. her. She's awesome. And she was very good this season, like even almost better than she was the last season. Yeah. So we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. But oh, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, I think Selena Gomez was my um, yeah. because she was the only person that was not nominated. Everything that only Murders in the Building got the most nominations out of any show. Steve Martin, Martin Short, I think it's writing, directing. The show got nominated, and she didn't get nominated. It's like, that's, yeah. just, that's just garbage. And, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty bad. So that was my biggest that was my biggest snub. I need to watch that show, and then I can have more of an opinion. You would really like it, I think. This episode of The Nobodies is brought to you by EmilyRoggenberg.com. Why didn't you use the sexy voice? 
Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But you know what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh my God, we've talked about your use of the word tight. All right, well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code NOBODY. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now back to the show. All right. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so it's time for a Kardashian corner. Once again, corner is spelled with a K, obviously. Yes. In one corner, corner with a K, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are expecting a son via surrogate. Multiple sources confirmed to page six because, you know, that's the only place that I get news. Chloe yes. has always wanted a little brother for true and decided to go ahead with having the baby with the support of her family. A source tells them exclusively the exes who are already parenting to a four-year-old daughter made headlines when the, the news of their expanding family broke quote, we can confirm true. will have a sibling who was conceived in November. The Kardashian star rep told uh, page six. Chloe is, in, is incredibly grateful to the extraordinary surrogate for such a beautiful blessing. We'd like to ask for kindness and privacy so that Chloe can focus on her family. An insider adds that Chloe and Tristan are not back together and have not spoken since December outside of co-parenting True. Annie, what do you think of this? This makes me just really sad for Chloe. I know. Because she found out about the cheating that resulted in another child in mm -hmm. December. And if the surrogate conceived in November, like I cannot imagine like i think you can get past i think people depending on you know their own personal thing i think people can get past a lot of things in relationships it would be very difficult to get past your partner having a child with someone else yes and like obviously they're not together anymore but it's just like and it makes me really sad for those kids I, I feel bad for the kids because I do think that from Chloe's standpoint, it's just, it's like, is she just, I understand like she wants her children to be biological. Like I can understand that from, from a perspective of like, okay, now you guys are fully siblings, you know, this is, you know, whatever. But it seems, it seems like that's just going <laughs> to like cause a lot of therapy for those children. Yeah. Like, what is happening with this? I mean, obviously their parents are going to love them no matter what. So that's the point, but still it's like, okay, so my brother, like the, the little boy now is going to be like, okay, so I was conceived. You guys weren't together. Like, how is that going to, how is that going to help them like, yeah. get, a, get a solid relationship? Yeah. Although, no, I just, it is really sad. I also, I am not someone we know this to <laughs> judge someone by their body. Right. I am kind of worried about how thin Chloe has gotten. It seems a little unhealthy. Well, and it could be perfectly healthy, but I just feel like I, and I know that they have all the resources available to them, but I hope someone has that on their radar because what she's been through in the last year is hell on earth. And I just worry for her because yeah. she has gotten, I saw a TikTok of her the other day that was like on Instagram 
And I was like, oh my God. Like, I mean, she's my height, Bryce. And I bet she, I bet she weighs 60 pounds less than I do. Like she's tiny. Well, and, and I just, and photos, you, yeah. Well, and like photos are one thing because we don't know how those are being photoshopped and things like that. But also, that sets a prad. That sets a prad. Prad precedent. A bad yeah. precedent. You know. Anyway, it do, it, it doesn't. It that that. Why are you photoshopping? You have millions and millions of like hundreds of millions of followers, and you are photoshopping yourself to like look but more she, appealing. But she has said that it's a mind fuck for her at this point because people hate on her regardless. Yeah. She was like, I was hated on for being the fat, funny sister. And now I'm being hated on for being too thin. Yeah. Like there is, I, there's no pleasing anyone. No. And to that point, like I'm not judging her based on her body. Like, Oh, you're too skinny. Eat a sandwich. That's not what I'm saying. But like, right. I'm just saying I'm concerned for her overall well being because I think some people, when they go through crazy stress, they just, don't eat or they don't eat well or you know what I mean like every yeah. person reacts differently and I just think with what she's gone through it can be it's alarming yeah and I, I mean last point I'll say is just that I feel like she just needs to be healthy like just yeah, exactly. be healthy and stop if you're going to get hate regardless and just be who you are going to be because it's yeah. not going to matter anymore. So just be healthy. And because uh, I feel like when she had her like revenge body or whatever, like she looked, she looked great. great. Yeah. And that didn't seem like she was unhealthy. It doesn't, didn't seem like she was insanely thin, insanely, you know, big, whatever. I don't want to say fat anymore. Um, right. But, yeah. but no, it was a good, yeah, that's all you want is you want someone to be happy and healthy. Yeah. Um, I did hear, I was listening to a podcast this week and I don't even remember what podcast it was or who the guest was but the guest on it said that she hired someone specifically to go through her instagram caption or not caption her instagram posts i was gonna say if it's captions why did she not hire me seriously well because she needs more <laughs> posts than one a week because that's how long it takes you to come up with a caption <laughs> and but, they all be they all be k related all of them yes, would be k like seriously killing it in the kitchen. Oh my God. Anyway, sorry. But no, this guest hired someone to go through and delete all the negative comments off of her page so that she won't see them. What a job though. I mean, that's someone that you, that is, that is an applicable job that someone can, can be hired for in, in 2022. Literally. I'm like, first of all, that's brilliant. And the, it wasn't Chloe that said this. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember who the guest was, but the host of the pot isn't that terrible. I can't even remember who is who, but I remember no, the conversation. It's mom, your mom and I and I feel like and I'm not even a parent and I forget things constantly. So God, I'm like, well, who was this? But the host <laughs> of the podcast basically said, like, that is so smart. Like, why would you even allow that into your ether? Yeah, like just no, have it, good, it is really good. It's a good. It's definitely it's a good great. service because then yeah. you're not looking at all the negativity and it's like gone. By the way, I'm like, oh, it never. It's evaporated in the thin it air. Never existed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. I, we wish her the best. Um, yes. In the other corner, corner still spelled with a K, Kim's boyfriend, Pete Davidson, revealed that he wants kids and to get married, not necessarily in that order. Pete appeared on Kevin Hart's show, Heart to Heart, and said that he 100% wants to get married in the future. Quote, that's the way I, I hope it goes, you know. He continues by saying that his, quote, dream is to be a family guy and have kids after his firefighter dad tragically died on 9-11. He said, my favorite thing ever... Uh, which I've yet to achieve is I want to have a kid. I just want to be there and watch them have what I didn't have. 
I'm just so excited for this chapter. So like, that's kind of just what I'm preparing for now, trying to be like as good of a dude and develop and get better so that when that does happen, it's just easier. Kim, as we know, has been married three times and has four kids with Kanye West. Annie, what do you think about this? I actually think that this is completely doable. Kim uses a surrogate anyway for her own safety reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and she has frozen eggs because she's gone through surrogacy before. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's completely doable. doable. She has said in the past that she wants more kids. She does. So I think, yeah, like she wants to be like, as have the big family like Chris had. And gotcha. so um, their age gap may be a little bit alarming here. Not because like I said, she has frozen eggs, but just, I don't, when you have that much money, like you can really do whatever you want. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it doesn't matter. I, <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not trying to shame anyone either, but I just, I like, I think it's so funny. I, I totally get it. Like with Kim and Pete Davidson, like I understand it, but I mean, like, I know he has a big penis and I know that he's funny and I know, you know, there's, but he, I just, I'm like, he just like, he, you know, I, yeah. Time and time and yeah, time and it's time just again. Like, it's just, um, I mean, it's amazing. Like, so it, they, I know you don't watch their show on Hulu. Yeah. I haven't watched much of it. I watched it and they actually asked Kim in a confessional, like, what is it about yeah. him? And she said that legitimately he's the, he's the most genuine person she's ever met. I, I mean, and Annie, you have alluded to that in the past before when we've talked, you know, it's yeah. like that Pete Davids because I do the opposite of him, which is like, right. please accept me. Whereas You're he's like, like, please accept me. What do I need to do for you to like me? And he just leads with like, this is who I am. I think, And okay. I think that I, makes such a difference. All right. I'm now over this. Like, I get it now. So I'm not okay. going to say that anymore because I'm just like, I just don't think I'm like, this guy, like, he's just, he he's, you know, there's, he obviously has a plenty of things going on, but it's just funny because it's like the Charlie Sheen almost aspect of it. But I think if he's that genuine, then that's such a breath of fresh air, especially in Hollywood. And, you know, yeah. that, that comment that he just made about having kids was so, sounded, sounds so like down to earth and, yeah. you know, like he's, he clearly keeps his feet on the ground, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. So to close out the show, I came up with a brand new segment called What's Wrong? I mean, so That's many things just with that intro. <laughs> <laughs> that what is what's wrong? That's with four exclamation points. This installment is called "What's Wrong with Mickey Rourke." Oh. You, may, you may know actor Mickey Rourke from films such as '80s erotic drama Nine and a Half Weeks," or more recently, "Sin City," "Iron Man 2," or "The Expendables." or for his Oscar-nominated turn as a professional wrestler in the movie, The Wrestler. You may also know him from his long hair and bloated puffer face. <laughs> you may also know him from his long hair and bloated puffer fish face. However, it seems he's become so insignificant enough to go on Piers Morgan's new show to trash his fellow thespians. First up was easy target Amber Heard, whom Mickey called a, quote, gold digger. Then he proceeded to stomp down on Tom Cruise's success with the new Top Gun movie by saying he was, quote, irrelevant and has been, quote, playing the same character for 35 years and that he's, quote, got no respect for that. Finally, in the same interview, he recalls uh, 
he recalls uh, when he called Russian President Vladimir Putin a man of empathy amid the war with Ukraine. So I say it once again, what's wrong with Mickey Rourke, Annie? <laughs> Your intro of what's wrong um, <laughs> is just progressively more dramatic. <laughs> um, truly, I was looking up while you were reading that. I was looking up what he looks like now. Yes. And I think before he can do anything or comment on anyone, he needs to take a seat with in a small room with just a mirror. Yes. Yes. He currently looks like Jane Lynch if she slept with a steam iron on her face every night for a decade. Like, he does not look good. He looks terrible. <laughs> he I looks mean... So bad. That is a whole other layer of crap that we haven't even gotten into. Just his... I'm just talking about his comments alone. Like, the likely giant and engorged balls that this guy has to call Tom Cruise irrelevant is beyond me. There is no one seemingly more irrelevant than Mickey Rourke. Okay, like let's just facts. He also has a French manicure. (laughs) And not to mention, he got an Academy Award for learning how to fake wrestle. Tom Cruise learned how to fly a fighter jet with a camera five inches from his face and appeal to a global audience. There is no question who is irrelevant here. Yeah, no, I mean, this is also what sucks about our society that first of all, fuck Pierce Morgan. That guy sucks. Second of all, this is what's wrong with our society because someone this irrelevant can go on a show that just spews hatred constantly. Yes. Make all of these ridiculous claims and comments and all of that. And now all of a sudden we're talking about the irrelevant asshole. Like I hate why I hate this world. (laughs) I hate everything. I hate it here. I get, I also, by the way, get why he's on Johnny Depp's side with the Amber stuff. They both appear to be living in a sewer and those people definitely need to stick together. Yeah. But also like, I'm not going to hate on Johnny. No, I'm not going to hate I don't really hate on Johnny either, but why? Like he doesn't need you to come to his defense, Mickey Rourke. Like you need to just go back. Who hurt you? That makes you feel like you have to hate women. Yeah, exactly. Probably several women after looking at That's what they should call that Pierce Morgan show. Pierce hates women. <laughs> Welcome to hating Pierce women hate. with Pierce Morgan. Pierce there you go. Hating women with Pierce Morgan. Yeah. That's great. Oh my oh, God. So good. Oh, well on that note, it's time to say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. The nobody's podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay and the believe network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well, so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.